you realize I could do a program like I'm about to do every day of the week because there's just so much material out there. So welcome to part two from yesterday's program. Stupid is, stupid does, sir. America is a nation that can be defined in a single word. I was gonna put him in, uh, put, put. And that's all I had to say about that. We need trans people. We love trans people. America's chickens are coming home to roost. This is Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. And welcome to the Tuesday edition of Truth to Ponder, which is really part two from yesterday's program of Stupid Is As Stupid Does. I'm thinking in terms of government and and many corporations that are really doing some incredibly stupid and very strange things. And somehow they are deceived into believing that the entire world is behind them or will be behind them. That everybody's attitudes are changing and they want to be ahead of the financial curve, so to speak. It is a delusion that I simply am having a hard time understanding. I've got a series of stories, not many. I'm not going to spend too much time today on these stories. As I said at the beginning, I I could do a program like this for three or four hours every day if I had the staff to help put the program together and I would never run out of material. It is incredible. The crazy things that people who are supposed to be elected leaders, intelligent people, will do. And they really believe that they have the the mandate of the people to do some of these oddball things. I look at our educational system. It has been co-opted. Decent teachers are being pushed aside, are being discouraged are being marginalized, minimalized, and being replaced with some of the stupidest, most immoral, most insane people on the face of the planet. And they have these very strange and very warped agendas that they want to bring to classrooms, not just high school, not just college, but middle school, elementary school, kindergarten, and preschool. We see it every day. And the problem is there's not enough American people standing up and saying, no, no, you cannot do this. You must stop. I was dealing with somebody that I kind of know on Facebook. And he is encouraging everybody where he lives up in Schuyler County in Pennsylvania to vote for some Democrat to be on their county board of supervisors. I'm trying to remember what they call it there. And I said, how can you vote for a Democrat? Well, the Republican guy, you know, wanted to build something that was going to cost $8 billion. So this Democrat guy was against it. So I'm all for the Democrat. So I asked him some questions and he refuses to answer the questions. This is what bothers me about this guy who's supposedly a clergyman, supposedly pro-life, supposedly believes in moral things. I said, you do realize that as a candidate running as a Democrat, I don't care if it is for the president of the United States 
or, you know, the dog catcher. It doesn't matter. You swear an oath to the party. Number one, to always vote for every Democrat without exception, period. You cannot, you're breaking an oath to the party if you, and you must vote in every election and vote for every Democrat candidate, period. The only time you have a choice is during a Democrat primary. That's it. And you must swear an allegiance to the party platform. So when somebody says, I'm a pro-life Democrat, you're a fraud because your party has already said you cannot be that and be a Democrat technically. But then again, lies and mistruths and misstatements are also part of the party that used to be a party that actually, I think, there were times in American history that there have been some, I think, very reasonable and decent Democrats. Harry Truman, John F. Kennedy come to mind. I can think of some governors that I've known over the years, and we're talking, oh, 30, 40, 50 years ago, that were decent and moral individuals who cared about their states, the people, and knew the difference between right and wrong. And so what we have seen over time is the party was co-opted, taken over. Those that served in World War II, for the most part, that continued to vote Democrat for whatever reason, they meant well. And there was a understanding of moral right and wrong. John F. Kennedy, forget his personal life. I'm saying what he stood for when he ran for office. He could never run in today's Democrat Party. He would be rejected out of hand. He doesn't believe in the things that the party now believes in. And so this guy up in Schuyler County in Pennsylvania is just showing that he's mad at one little issue and he's willing to put this individual that being a Democrat already makes him thoroughly compromised. And any Democrat that says they're pro-life is just trying to you know pander for a vote. I'll tell you who else was once a pro-life Democrat. Al Gore. Remember him? Vice President of the United States. In the 1980s, he was the darling of the evangelicals. A blue dog Democrat from a state like Tennessee. God-fearing, church-going people. And he had gone to divinity school. He was going to be a preacher. <laughs> he failed out. He flunked out of divinity school. Instead, he went into politics, and he learned the art from his dad of how to be a panderer, and did very well, became a senator, and then a nice, squeaky clean vice presidential candidate, nice southern ticket of people that are rational, family-oriented, and care about the common man. It's kind of like that song from... From years ago, John Conley sang. I'm just a common man, drive a common van. My dog ain't got a pedigree. 
And the thing you need to really understand is that those that work politics, those that do the focus groups and try to understand how you and I think and everybody else thinks, and they try to keep us divided, but they try to keep their coalitions together in order to maintain a power base and votes. I mean, let's be honest. 1965 for Democrats was a watershed year. It really was. It was in 1965 with the Voter Right Act, something that back in the 50s, Lyndon Baines Johnson from Texas despised. There are a lot of things that evil man despised, which I think were good things, but he despised them. Let it be... Let me be very clear. Lyndon Johnson was a Trojan horse in the Democrat Party. Yeah, the nice, big, southern gentleman from Texas. Corrupt to the core, evil heart, reprobate. Just a terrible individual. And I can't say the words that he said, which are on recorded tape of telephone conversations he had with fellow Democrats on why they should support this Equal Rights Act in 1965. Because if I did, you know, this program would get tossed off the air. The language is pretty brutal. And the things that he said were very, very despicable. In essence, and many of you may already know this, what Lyndon Johnson was saying back then is if you pass this voting rights bill, every um, black person in America will vote for you for the next 200 years. Now, those are not the words he used. Believe me, they were a little bit more, well, out there and more to the point, more disgusting, more despicable. But that's how he really thought. That's what he believed. And he got the Democrat Party on board. As somebody once said, and this is a terrible thing, but there's, there's some truth in this. I look at many of the black churches in the United States, some that have incredibly wonderful histories. Places that at one time were true bastions of the Christian faith. And many of these same stalwart churches of the past are now woke, satanic synagogues today. Oh, they know how to say certain words and expressions, and the music is great. But the message is now distorted and all wrong. It's another gospel. It is not the gospel. It's fake, and it's phony, and it's dangerous. They bring in all these candidates, Democrats, who believe in abortion. By the way, black individuals and abortion, think about this for a moment. Abortions are done disproportionately more within the black community than in any other community in the United States. And you must remember that the founder of Planned Parenthood, 
Her goal was to eradicate what she called a disease, a vermin. She wanted to dispatch the entire black population in the United States and do it through Planned Parenthood. That was her goal. Get rid of the black race. She called it, you know, an infestation. And black people consider her, and also the Democrat Party in particular, consider her a saint in in their lexicon. All this wokeness, all this strangeness, it is it shows an insanity that it's hard to explain. So Johnson got that passed back in 65, and the Democrats have been riding that wave for getting close to 60 years, six decades, 60 years almost. We're in 2023, yeah, 58 years. And it's been a winning strategy on many levels for a long, long time. Democrats have taken over many major cities and have run them into the ground. That's a woke thing to do. Run your city into the ground. Minimize rights. And, and it's I think it's by design. I, I really do think that there are those that are the puppet masters of the Democrat Party and the Democrat Party, the puppet masters of their followers, their politicians, and their voters, keeping them in lockstep. I think there is a desire to destroy the cities. You know, you can say stupid is as stupid does. Sometimes I begin to wonder how stupid is it really? All this division. Number one, it keeps everybody divided. No doubt about that. Those that hold to moral standards understand the difference between right and wrong are put up against those whose minds have been deranged and I believe what the Bible teaches in Second Thessalonians, they're these people who have decided they prefer the lies over the truth, their minds are given over to believe nothing but lies. And they accept obvious lies as truth. And sadly, they do it to their own detriment, eternally. And so this is the world in which we live today. If you are a decent individual, a law-abiding individual, the government hates you. This federal government despises law-abiding citizens. They encourage, they encourage anarchy. They encourage destroying cities. Look, why, why would it be logical in a place, like I say, stupid is as stupid does, in California, Well, we're not going to arrest anybody for shoplifting unless the amount is over $950. Well, you can steal a lot of stuff for $950. And if you keep robbing stores, the stores are going to go bankrupt or just say, we can't function in this neighborhood and we're going to close down. And they're going to act like nobody saw this coming? Stupid is, stupid does, sir. These leaders in cities like Los Angeles and... San Francisco and other places, and Detroit, Michigan, oh yeah, New York City, Atlanta these days getting increasingly in that mode, 
doing ridiculous things, making life miserable for the taxpayer, miserable for the law-abiding citizen, stripping them of their freedom to protect themselves, allowing the homeless and the drug addicts to take over the streets of places like downtown Portland in Oregon. And business after business after business is being forced to close down or move out of town or just give up. And those that run the government, they simply don't care and they keep making it worse. And then they want more tax money because, well, you know, these businesses have left, so we need more money. So they beat up the taxpayers even worse. And they believe there's no end in sight. There's an endless money tree and everybody loves them because they are demonically inspired to be stupid. They are demonically inspired to no longer be rational or have logic. They cannot understand why people, particularly, and I mentioned this yesterday in the program, think of young girls. You know, I have a granddaughter. I mentioned I taught her how to swim. If she really had pursued this swimming beyond high school, she could have, you know, done well for herself. She was that good. She was captain of her swim team in high school, and she was incredibly talented. But today, if she had to compete, guess what? There might be some guy claiming to be a girl standing with the first place medal and her shoved down to second or third place. And in some cases, I think of what happened with this Leah Thomas aberration, this Leah Thomas reprobate pretending I'm a girl When you're not, you're still physically a male. You have not been surgically altered. You're still a guy and could go back to being a guy anytime your little heart desires. Because gender is fluid, don't you know? This is the kind of insanity that they're pushing upon us these days. You know, gender is fluid. And you've got an entire political party that has embraced it and demands you accept it. And if you don't accept it, there's something wrong with you. No, there's something wrong with somebody that wants a grown male in a young girl's bathroom. And if you say something about the guy with all those appendages showing, you're the hater, you're the evil person. And let me give you one more. This kind of crossed my mind. I'm just, and I, it's kind of related. Over the past couple of years, in an effort to be more inclusive and get rid of white supremacy and all this other silliness that they use, climate change, white supremacy, uh, domestic terrorist parents that hate their school boards, this is the stuff that we're having to endure and this is they're going to keep using this playbook as long as they get away with it, as long as good people fail to stand up, as long as good people will not run for school board, get out there and campaign. In a typical school board election, let me just say this, and I figured this out years ago. A lot of those elections are done in off election years. 
And so the good people never get around to showing up. They have no particular dog in the fight. And these clever individuals, these reprobates, they know it. The school system is full of them. The administrator class is full of them. The new teachers, many of them, are part of it. And then they stack the school board. And then the school boards get angry when parents dare challenge them because they believe they own your children and you have no say. They believe that they are given some cosmic power. It's certainly not from God. It's probably from Satan himself to force gender ideology, homosexuality, and sexuality in general on little children. Only a demon would want to expose four- and five-year-olds to sex and sexuality. It's demonic. It's evil to the core. And yet, good Christian people will not stand up and fight it. And they will not make it clear. You know, if these school board people start realizing that, you know, there are 500 people standing outside the room that would like to get in there, and they've had enough of your nonsense, they're not going to run. There'll be changes. When even local little town law enforcement realize, you know, these are the people that could change everything in their community and get them all fired, they're going to back off. Now, just a little side note I wanted to mention, then I'm going to move back on. Remember how we had to get rid of Aunt Jemima off the, you know, the the caricature of that that lady from the who started in the 1800s making the pancake mix, beloved by millions of Americans for for decades. It was racist to have her on the on the bottle of syrup, so she's now gone. Her picture is gone, which I think is an insult to her legacy. Uncle Ben is gone from Uncle Ben's rice. And then the Native American for Lando Lake Butter. She's gone too. See, we can't have her on there. We have to fight racism and white supremacy and and all this other idiotic nonsense. But who's the one left? The old white dude from Quaker Oats is still there. Now, who's the white supremacist? Corporate America is buying into nonsensical garbage. Target, it's like they have a death wish to destroy their business. And they are pushing things today that I find just reprehensible. They're all in for Pride Month. And I, you know, you realize that, you know, next week. There it comes, like clockwork. Welcome to Pride Month, a whole month of being gay, being reprobate, being disgusting, watching mostly naked men parading with flags and kissing other men on the streets. This is Pride Month. Oh, forget June for brides. We're we're done with that. You know, you and your heterosexual bride stuff, it's toast here at Target. They have bathing suits. Yeah, there's another one. There's a bathing suit out there. I'm trying to remember which one. I think it was Nike has a new bathing suit for women. And they had some well-endowed male being the model, pretending to be a woman. This is insanity. 
And, you know, if you're like a parent and grandparent and you cave in and still buy Nike stuff for your grandkids, you're part of the problem. You need to vote with your pocketbook and, and say, you know, Target, I'm not coming back to your store ever again. I'm done. I'm done. You know, Target is, is into this, and I was reading something. From their own website, okay? Inclusivity is the core value at Target, and they're proud of their work to be open and welcoming. Back in the summer of 2020, we established the Racial Equality Action and Change, the REACH Committee, to accelerate diversity, equity, and inclusion. No, what they're doing is they're forcing it on you and excluding everybody else. You either buy into their their woke first their, their workforce diversity project. You either embrace the stuff they're selling, their gender neutral children's departments, because gender is fluid even for a one year old. They are believing the lies from the pits of hell. This company is a target. You got that right. And I guarantee you, they're a target for God's judgment. And if you are a Christian, you should never, I mean never, enter that store again. And the same now goes for PetSmart. I told you yesterday, over the weekend, I get this email wanting me to buy all this pride nonsense for my pet. All these rainbow things for my pet. My my two little boy dogs, maybe they're gay. And they want me to show pride. They want me to just jump in there and be part of their pride and diversity. Well, goodbye, PetSmart. You're not that smart. If you pander to this reprobate, this evil, this disgusting, this I can't find words when you push it upon us. And all these companies will have their rainbow logos and you're going to be living in a sewer of rainbow stuff coming in your inbox starting next week if it hadn't started already. And so there's Target. They're into it. It's that time. Sporting goods giant, yep. Big business is thumbing their nose at women and conservatives. You know, that's something else. Why would companies like Adidas be hawking a swimsuit with a male model? And it's called the Pride Swimsuit. And I'm looking at the picture of this model and it just revolts me. It is disgusting. Why are we attacking women? I mean, didn't we spend the 70s trying to get equal rights for women? Started in the early 1900s, voting. Then equal rights amendment, equal pay for equal work, all that goes with it. And now we're basically marginalizing women again. I mean, we're putting men on the stage to be women. We're putting men on the podium winning sporting events, pretending they're women. I'll give credit to one group. It happened out, I believe, in Arizona. This male in his 40s who decided uh, recently to become a female in his mind was a was a mediocre competitor in bicycle racing he's like 47 years old so he's past puberty my friends you know he he's been cycling since he was a kid but he could never win of late and so he decided to compete in the women's and he, he wondered why the women wouldn't show up 
for his crowning glory of winning first place. The women there said, enough, and nobody showed up for the award. Everybody left, and he was there by himself on a podium holding his award, and all the women decided, we're done. Maybe that's what's going to, it's going to take that. And then when you realize there's nothing but a bunch of fruitcake men pretending they're women competing in women's sports, maybe the message will get out there. Love Unites is the celebration that Adidas wants you to think when you think of their new swimsuit. What I see is disgusting. What I see is just in bad taste and confusing to young children. It will stop one day. God will stop it. And those that have pushed this will pay an eternal price. That day is coming. That day is coming. And yes, people, you know, when people say, is there a war in Christianity? The left to go, oh, you conspiracy theorist. <laughs> no, there isn't. There's no war on Christians. There's no war on your children. There's no grooming going on behind your back. They're liars. And they know they're liars. And they don't care that they lie. And you should know that they don't care that they lie. Because lies are the tool of Satan himself. Satan is the author of lies. He is the author of confusion. He is the author of death and destruction. And he's going to fight hard as his days are increasingly numbered. And his eternal destiny is sealed. Why not take as many with him as he can? And they work toward that end. There is a Christian primary school teacher. Now she's gone to court because she was dismissed for fulfilling a legal obligation to protect a student that was being indoctrinated by advocates for the transgender ideology. Now, this teacher, who's only been identified by the, uh, you know, name Hannah, that's not a real name, cited the various whistleblower procedures of the school and the local council in warning that instructions were being given to a child that were not based on medical advice and, in fact, were an absolute violation of the many safeguarding procedures put in place by law and by that school board a while back and putting the child's health and welfare at risk. Now, all this started when a group, two groups called Stonewall and Mermaids, there are a couple of LGBT Uh, Q, trans, whatever, advocacy groups were reaching out with instructions for a gender transition for a child. Now, how old was this child? 15, 16, 18, 17? No. 12, 13? No. 10? No. 8. 8 years of age. 8-year-old girl being given instructions on how to transition to be a boy. 
by an outside LGBTQ, FBI, CIA, God only knows what other letters are going to keep adding. It keeps changing. I, I saw yesterday uh, Justin Trudeau, the man child from Canada. Oh, Canada, our home and native land. See, Justin wants to add, are you ready for this? The number two and the letter S in front of LGBTQIACIAFBI plus whatever. Standing for you, ready for this? Two spirits. Two spirits. You know, that reminds me of something that Jesus ran into in his ministry. A man possessed by a demon. When the name is asked, who are you? And the demon replies, legion, for we are many. Our pronouns are we and they. This is where we're at. But getting back to the story about this teacher, Hannah, and here this eight-year-old girl is being pushed by outside groups, Stonewall and Mermaids, LGBTQ, FBI, CIA, whatever groups. Wouldn't surprise me if the FBI and CIA are not part of all of this to divide us and destroy us from within. I think the seventh floor of the FBI has a determination to destroy America and give it over to the globalist. Their hearts have been, they've given their heart to Satan, not to Jesus. Let's put it that way. Now, this teacher addressed these concerns about the danger of pushing this child without parental knowledge into a gender transition. And her concerns were ignored by officials at the school. So she bought a claim for judicial review. And how did the school respond? By dismissing her, claiming it was a criminal offense for her, for her to share school information a charge that the information commissioner has already dismissed, but she she got fired. She's been tossed out. Why? Because she's doing the right and moral thing. And so this individual who happens to be a Christian, this teacher, saw the dangers of outside advocacy groups getting to a child in her school which breaks the rules and the safeguards already supposedly in place. Her document explains safeguarding principles are being disregarded in many secondary schools, which are neglecting their safeguarding responsibilities in favor of a set of contested beliefs in a way that risks jeopardizing child well-being and safety. And this teacher explained that she is obligated to raise concerns about the treatment for this child because requirements that she utilized in safe, because of the safeguards that are already supposedly in place. And because she did the right thing, they've gotten rid of her. They've gotten rid of her. It's coming down, look, society has lost its moral compass. You know that, I know that. 
How did we ever decide that it would be helpful for young children to be taught that they might be born in the wrong body? And what business is of it for the schools? To allow this these outside groups access to your children. Prompting the problem was the adoption of her school of a new and extreme measure to affirm gender ideology. So these school boards are now thinking, it is our responsibility to decide if your child is in the wrong body. We, your public school, we own your children. You give them to us because we demand it, we deserve it, and you need to worship us and obey us at all times. And if you're a Christian, we despise you. The teacher was ordered to treat this eight-year-old girl as a boy and that this girl be allowed to use the bathrooms that are meant for boys. And this is what's happening in our public schools. Our kids are being taught to hate their own country to see themselves and their parents as racist or victims. They're sexualized, they're corrupted. Many are being groomed into the dark world of this sexuality. There are like 6,000 schools prohibiting parents from even hearing about their child's transgender journey and transitioning. It is far left indoctrination from the pits of hell. It is sexual corruption. Teachers are using classroom time to scare children to death about the near-term end of life due to catastrophic climate change, another lie. What does any of this have to do with learning the basics of reading, writing, arithmetic, basic general understood science, undisputed? And now the public schools are failing in the ability to teach. I'm telling you, Marxism, communism, and Satanism now run the public schools in the United States. It's becoming a very difficult world out there. And so woke corporations like Nike, Adidas, Anheuser-Busch, you can go down the whole list. They keep falling for all this, and they keep thinking that they're doing what everybody wants. Even companies like Ford are hopping on the bandwagon. Bud Light is facing boycotts for having Dylan Mulvaney and a bunch of other, you know, rainbow-colored Bud Light beer bottles. And you can see that You know, Miller Lite is trying to play the game. Adidas, Starbucks. It doesn't seem to end. The L.A. Dodgers came under fire recently from many Catholics, including, you know, a group called Catholic Voice, after it planned to honor the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence, a charity that raises money for nothing but LGBT causes, and does drag queens uh, shows dressed as nuns 
at a Pride Night that was going to be held at Dodger Stadium. Guess what? There was enough pushback, and they've not, and the Dodgers are backing off. If you start pushing back, this will come to an end. If you start pushing back, this will come to an end. Most companies only care about one thing, money. And they have been deceived in believing if they do all of this woke nonsense and, and jump into Pride Month that they'll be beloved by you and I and the world. They're believing a lie. And they have people in their corporations that are trying to keep the lie alive. When we come back, okay, when we come back, I will share a little bit more on all of this. And then we're going to turn our focus immediately. I mean, right after we get back. I got a little something, a little surprise something right after the break. And then we're going to kind of tie it all together and bring it home these two days and give you some actual hope. Now, if you believe in our program and what we do in our ministry, would you consider your financial support? We need it now more than ever before. You can either go to our website, truth2ponder.com, or you can support us by making a check or money order payable to Ancient Word Radio, mailing address, post office box 510. That's P.O. Box 510, Chilhowee, C-H-I-L-H-O-W-I-E, Chilhowee, Virginia. Zip code is 24319. Once again, make the check payable to Ancient Word Radio. Mailing address, Post Office Box 510. Chilhowee, C-H-I-L-H-O-W-I-E, Chilhowee, Virginia. Zip code 24319. This is Truth to Ponder. With Bob Beerman. Clouding the glory. Shalom Alechem. This is the nice Jewish boy, Jonathan Kahn, your Jewish connection, bringing you the riches of your Jewish roots in Jesus. Now get your pen out as fast as you can so you don't miss out. I'm receiving a special free gift you're going to get and love in a moment. Three Hebrew words. Anan Ha Ketoret. Try it. Anan Ha Ketoret. The Anan Ha Ketoret was the cloud of incense. Why a cloud of incense? Well, in ancient times, the glory of God would appear in the Holy of Holies inside the Temple of Jerusalem. The high priest of Israel was allowed to enter into the Holy of Holies once a year, but he had to do it with the incense. You see, the glory of God was too much to behold. So the high priest had to cloud it up with incense. So the Anan HaKetoret, the cloud of incense, was part of the Old Covenant. But the New Covenant has no cloud of incense, just the glory. But we, as New Covenant believers, tend to make our own cloud of incense. Why? Because we're afraid of the glory as it is. So we cloud it up. We cloud up the word. How? We cloud it up with compromise. We cloud it up with, by blurring the lines of what God said. Did God really say that? Well, you can't really take it literally. Well, it's not for today or it's not for me. What we're doing is we're clouding up things. We're forming a cloud. The problem with the cloud is that as long as you live in it, you'll never see the glory of God or know the glory of the glorious life he's got for you. See, when you cloud up the word of God, then your entire life becomes cloudy and with no glory. You want to live a life that's glorious? Then stop clouding up the issue. Be done with compromise. Take God at his word. Go all out with it. And you'll live a glorious life with no clouds in sight. Want more? Ask for the incense and the glory. 
Now, what if you could receive daily vitamins guaranteed to strengthen your spiritual walk with God? Six months supply for free. Well, you can't. Sapphire's daily spiritual vitamins for a victorious walk with God. And updates on Israel and prophecy and the, the mystery of the temple doors all free. You'll love it. How do you get all this? Easy. Just remember Jesus' real Hebrew name, Yeshua, and dial it. That's 1-800-YESHUA-1. You'll be so blessed, but call now. 1-800-YESHUA-1. They could actually spread salvation around the world for very little through shortwave radio from the Arctic Circle to Israel. It's amazing. It's like sending a billion tracks around the world. Just call now. 1-800-YESHUA-1. That's Y-E-S-H-U-A-1. Or write me direct. The Nice Jewish Boy at Box 1111 Lodi, L-O-D-I, New Jersey, and the zip 07644. That's The Nice Jewish Boy, Box 1111 Lodi, L-O-D-I, New Jersey, 07644. Well, till next time, this is Jonathan Kahn saying Shalom Alechem. Peace be to you, my friend, in Messiah, Yeshua Tenu, our salvation. This is Truth to Ponder with Bob Beerman. Everybody head down, pick yourself a pronoun, join the resistance on government assistance. Stop all the hate as you advocate violence, block and suppress anyone you want silence. Take what you want, cause what you want is what you want. Call everyone a fascist till they're all controlled. We, Preach in the street for the communist party. Pro choice, no voice, never mind the heart. Dictate, race bait, agitate, mandate. Dress and drag and burn the flag, then run and find a safe space. Tell us how you feel until we give you what you need. Call everyone a press until they're on their knees. You take on the intelligence community, they have six ways from Sunday at getting back at you. Impeach, free speech, better die your hair, pink TV, phone screen, it's better if you don't think. Segregate diversity Give yourself a ribbon every time you face adversity Find another problem, tell yourself you're not alone Tell everyone is straight that they're all transformed And you allow a male to use a female bathroom You're going to put all of their moral health and safety at risk Defund police, no guns, oh please Fight for your rights, start a war until there's no peace Take it down, tear it up, it's in the name of progress Make the rule you never lose till everything is lawless Tell me what to think and how to feel and where to go Cause everyone's a fascist till they're all controlled Find your path in life but make a socio a psycho Nonsense, wokeness, you're gonna lose your mind though Bigotry, insanity, an ally or an enemy There's too much masculinity, so we're goodbye to family Represent the 1% who want to overthrow Till everybody lives in an autonomous zone Stuff, smash another window, loot store, get more, grab another brick, throw. She, her, he, him, they, them, they, them, women, all the men now, and the men are now the women. Make yourself a slave until you feel like you are free. Dig yourself a grave for the American dream. This is Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. And welcome back to part two of our Tuesday edition of Truth to Ponder. And I am your host, Bob Bierman. I know I shared a lot of stories. Many of those stories you already knew. You've already heard them or seen them or read about them. 
I just believe that reminding you and tying several of these seemingly unrelated stories together helps to paint a better picture of what's truly going on in the United States today and the world. I truly believe it is a carefully orchestrated plan to demoralize, to rot out from within, to beat you down where you don't object, you don't want to be losing your job, your friends, you don't want to be banished on Facebook or Twitter or whatever else comes along. You just want to be able to get along and get on with your life. And so many people, especially those that no longer have children in school, they just decide to not make waves, not say anything, not make a big deal out of it. Some do, but most people do not. And there lies the problem. There are a lot of people that are eligible to vote, conservatives and Christians that just won't go and vote. I don't get it. They will complain to the rooftop about all that's wrong in this immoral and disgusting world. And then they are too lazy to get off their lazy boy watching Fox News or or maybe, I don't know, maybe some glory channel. I, I don't know. They're too busy being so heavenly minded to no earthly good. And that too is a problem. You know, same, for those that try to say, well, I'm, uh, I want to just escape it all. I'm retired. I'm going to sit there and I'm going to watch the Christian TV channels. And I'm going to ignore the news. Don't want to know. La, 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 I don't know. I don't want to hear. You know, you, you, you know what I'm talking about. They don't want to participate. And, and I kind of understand where they come from, but they're missing something seriously stated in the Bible. While we are not of this world, we are still in it. And being that we are in it, we are to do what we are called to do within this world. And sitting on your fanny and complaining and watching the TV is not what we're called to do. And I'm so sick of it. I'm, I'm just, I'm so tired of this. The old 20% do 80% of the work and support is very true. I've seen it all my life, especially when I got into ministry. Boy, it becomes very evident. And so we sit at home and complain, and the school boards go increasingly strange, weird, and I swear, demonically possessed. Transgenderism being pushed, pride parades being pushed on little kids. And we just say, woe is me, come Lord Jesus, come. Well, guess what? I pray that prayer too, come Lord Jesus, come. But until he does, we are told to be working in the fields, not sitting on our fannies at home complaining. That's got to stop. And many, many believers no longer fellowship with other Christians. In some cases, I understand why. There's no place to fellowship. There's no safe church still preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ. 
as written, as given, as understood by the early apostles. I've mentioned this many times before. The number of churches that have spit on the face of Jesus Christ, given him the middle finger as they jump off into every sin the Bible condemns and the church celebrates it from the dry queens up there by the altar in the front of the church to, to solemnizing sodomite marriages. Those churches are not churches. They are synagogues of Satan, period. And if you are in one of those denominations... But, you know, our church doesn't do all that stuff. Well, <laughs> your leadership believes it does and should. You either fix it or get out of it. The Bible doesn't tell us to stay in a compromised church. It says, get out from among them and do not touch the unclean thing. I thoroughly understand it. It's what I'm fighting about. One of the reasons that I've gotten so involved with this church building not far from our home, and God has given me strength and wisdom, I have no idea what, how it's going to be on that first Sunday. Oh, that first Sunday is not going to be a regular service. It's going to be a time of a bunch of strangers getting together in a new building with new people and a very different kind of music group called Soul Sandwich. Just a chance for us to meet and greet. And let me explain the vision of this local congregation. I spent a lot of time last week installing and finishing up most of the sound system and installing the computers that will be used to, to navigate the ability to stream the audio and yes, video. A little side note, I had somebody complain about, isn't video something forbidden in the Bible? No. No, no, no. It's a technology. And I think you're you're looking at, as a second commandment violation is a total misunderstanding of the scriptures. And some of the, what was said is another total misunderstanding of scripture and what the early apostles knew and understood. Those that walked with Jesus you're disputing them. This church will have an outreach beyond the number I can see in the small number of pews. I'm praying right now. Would you pray for me to find, I'm looking for people to help with music. I believe in a variety of music. I think that we, we are not bound into one century of music. But it has to be God-centered, Christ-honoring and bring you to a knowledge of Jesus Christ. So pray that God sends that person or persons to the church. Pray for me as I am getting into this week installing the video cameras. They are on the way. Some are already here. And so I'm excited that this is going in. I've got somebody coming in to help this week. Pray for him. And hi, as we pull some wires and get the job done. 
we need to do several things. Number one, if you are not in fellowship, you got to get into fellowship. You have to get on your knees. You need to be before the Lord constantly. You can't fight this battle on your own and complaining does nothing. Satan doesn't care about your complaints. He laughs at you. So get into a fellowship of believers. If you don't have one, we'll provide one. Get into God's word. Get into the field and start to work and stop being lazy. Too many of you are lazy out there. I'm going to say it. You may turn me off and and never listen to me again. Fine. You're not doing any good anyway for the kingdom. That's what you want to do. Do it. But you need to be proactive. You need to be a part of the solution, not a part of the problem. And too many Christians that don't get involved with the school boards, don't get involved even in their local governments. Just let them run roughshod over you. And the kids and the students. The way evil grows and multiplies is when good people stand idle, shut up, and don't do anything. So I implore you, do something. Vote. Find out about that person running for school board. Go to one of their, you know, when they're running, go to one of their campaign stops, ask the questions, and see their reaction and the reaction of their general supporters. You may be very well surprised. Many of these so-called conservatives out there, we've learned, are fakes, phonies, and frauds. I mean, we know in the United States House of Representatives and the Senate, and, and you know, this is true in Canada, the United Kingdom, fake and phony frauds playing the loyal opposition. Call them out. Demand they resign. Vote them out of office in a primary. Stop letting them run roughshod over you. It's got to stop. Get on your knees and pray. You know, there's something for everybody to do in God's economy. But Bob, you know, I'm too old or or I, I don't have the training. Oh, I, I'm not an ordained minister. You know, what, what? I don't care. God can use you. In Isaiah, there's a verse and I'll deal with it later this week. Here am I, Lord, send me. One of my favorite hymns, Hark the Voice of Jesus Calling, Who Will Go and Work Today? Fields are white and harvest waiting. Who will bear the sheaves away? Loud and long, the master calleth rich rewards he offers thee. Let there be you idly saying, in a sitting, go, but here I am, Lord, send me, send me. Listen, do you believe in our mission and ministry here? We're out of time. We need your financial support. If you would, you can go to our website and support us using Give, Send, Go. That's truth, the number two, ponder.com. Or make a check or money order payable to Ancient Word Radio. Ancient Word Radio. Mailing address, Post Office Box 510. P.O. Box 510. The city is Chilhowee, C-H-I-L-H-O-W-I-E, Chilhowee, Virginia. Zip code 24319. Once again, Ancient Word Radio. P.O. Box 510, Chilhowee, Virginia, 24319. This has been Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. To find out more, visit our website, Truth, the number two, and the word ponder.com. That's Truth, the number two, ponder.com. Truth to Ponder, shining the light of truth.
in a darkening world.